Boker Tov, everyone. Boker Tov. Today we're on page, Dr. Goodkin says, what page? 75. Ken. Only 28 years younger than you. Who? 75. And um, today we're, we're learning in member, memory of Wolf Litwak, whose yard site is today, oh, 26 okay. of Teves. Okay. His name is Zev Ben Yosef. May his neshama have and bless his family, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. And we're starting chapter number 14 in the book of Tanya. And we're learning about the hero of the Tanya, the Benini. And the Alter Rebbe will explain today why is it um, that every person can actually become a Benini. Everyone could aspire to be and everyone could reach the level of Benini. Every person could also be a Russia if he wants to. That's true. That's okay. easier. <laughs> Chapter number 14. Now the rank of the Benini, a Benini, is one that is attainable by every man. Each person should strive after it if he has not yet attained it and should not think it beyond his reach. For every person can at any time or hour be a Benini. Because a Benini does not abhor evil, unlike the Tzaddik, who does not find worldly pleasures revolting. He does not find worldly pleasures revolting and loathsome. The Benini appreciates worldly pleasures. For this is a matter entrusted by the heart. And as explained earlier, the Benini has yet to conquer the evil in his heart. Consequently, he does not loathe evil. Also, not all times are alike. There are times, such as during prayer, when one's heart is open and receptive. At such time, he may evoke a loathing towards evil. At other times, the heart may be blocked and spiritually insensitive, and one is incapable of loathing, loathing evil. Inasmuch as the Benini's attitude towards evil varies, while his status of Benini remains constant, it is understood that loathing evil, evil is not the measure of the Benini. So basically, sometimes the Benini is able to get during prayer can, to, to hate evil, but not always. So obviously that's not a requirement to be a Benini. So what is necessary? Rather, the task of the Benini is only to turn away from evil and do good in actual practice, indeed, speech and thought. In these matters, as opposed to matters of the heart, every man is given the choice Ability and freedom. You might ask yourself, why is he using those three specific terms? It's a good question. But there are explanations. To act. That's, that's the garment of action. Speak. Garment of speech. And think. Garment of thought. Even that which is contrary to the desire of his heart and diametrically opposed to it. You can give an example. For even when one's heart craves and desires a material pleasure, whether permitted, in which case it is only lustful nature of the desire, it is only the lustful nature of the desire that is evil, instead of desiring the pleasure for the sake of heaven, as he should see, uh, as he should, he seeks self gratification. That would be, let's say, he has a uh, nice piece of steak, kosher steak, in front of him. Instead of eating it, 
because, for example, he wants the strength to do mitzvot, he's looking for just for the pure pleasure of it. That is permissible. Um, that is a taiva, a desire that's permissible. Again, it's not something we should, we should do. Or whether, God forbid, he desires that which is forbidden and desires intrinsically evil, whatever sort of craving it is. So in the, in the eating of the meat, it's the act is not wrong. It's a desire that's wrong. And then there are other desires uh, that a person would have um, where not just is a desire wrong, but the act would be wrong. A lustful desire of someone would be, right? Where the act and the desire is wrong. So let's say the person has that burning desire. He can conquer this desire and divert his attention from it altogether by declaring to himself, saying to his heart as follows. So here's the conversation that the Benini has to have with himself to be successful. I do not want to be a Rasha in succumbing to the blandishments of the animal soul even for one moment. Why? Why don't I want to be a Russia for one moment? Because under no circumstances do I want to be parted and severed, heaven forbid, from the one God. How is it possible for someone to be severed from God? God is everywhere. As it says, as it is written, if you look in Isaiah 59.2, it says, Your iniquities separate you from God. Sins separate man from God. By reflecting that the sin separates one from God, one will conclude that he does not wish to be a Russia since he will thereby sever his bond with him. In this way, one could always turn away from evil and refrain from sin, although his heart craves it. Similarly, in order for one to do good and actively perform them, he should declare to himself. Sometimes the Bani could be lazy, doesn't want to do the positive commandment. So far we've talked about negating negative desires. I don't want to be wicked for one second. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay away from that. And what about doing the right thing? Because by refraining from doing the right thing, it's also considered a sin. I desire instead to unite my nefesh ruach and neshama, three levels of the soul, with God through investing them in his three garments, namely action, speech, and thought, dedicated to God, his Torah, and his commandments. These are called his, God's three garments, because they lend themselves to his wisdom, Torah, and will mitzvot, which are one with God himself. This desire to unite with God arises, arises out of the love of God that is surely hidden in my heart, though I do not feel. Just as, just as this love is found in the heart of all Jews, who are called lovers of your name, God's name, right? As it says in Psalm 3, by reason of their inherent love of God, although they did not feel all this love consciously, we have a, every Jew has a hidden love for God that wants to be united with God. For this reason, even a most unworthy Jew is capable of sacrificing his life for the sanctity of God, should he be forced to deny him, God forbid, truly I'm not inferior to him, as we're going to be explaining in later chapters, even the lowest Jew has the ability to give his life for God, and that stems from a Jew's innate hidden love of God, which is activated and aroused when he feels that he's being torn away from God. But if the Kal Shabbat the low, the low unworthy Jew, 
does indeed love God so deeply that he will surrender his life for him, why is this person called a Kal Shabakal? Why does he sin? Why does he not observe the mitzvot? So the Benini continues this conversation and says, because I don't, there's a spirit of shtus, a moment of insanity. It is only that a spirit of folly has become, overcome, literally entered him, as Hashem just say, say in the Gemara Saita. No man sins unless overcome by a spirit, spirit of foolishness. He imagines that committing the sin will not affect his Jewishness and that his soul will not be severed thereby from the God of Israel. In fact, at the moment that a Jew sins, he becomes separated from God. Were the Kal Shabbat Kalim to realize this, he would never sin. The spirit of foolishness, however, deludes him into thinking otherwise. Similarly, the Kal Shabbat Kalim neglects the positive mitzvot. Although his love, his natural love of God dictates that he fulfilled them because he also forgets the love of God in his heart. Were he aware of his love, he would seek out mitzvot to perform in order to unite with God. Avalni concludes the Benini self um, sermon to himself or speech to himself. All this applies to the Kalshal Bakalan. But as for me, one should say to himself, I have no desire to be such a fool as he to deny the truth. Why? Because the truth of the matter is that a sin does separate from God. It's only the evil inclination makes, makes us think it doesn't. And that one does have a natural love of God that dictates the performance of the mitzvot. I'll be right with you. These truths, one, come right in. One must say to himself, I do not wish to deny. Such arguments are effective in a, in a con- conflict with one's animal soul over actual thought, speech, and action. Using the above-mentioned reasoning, one could prevail over his evil inclination at all times and turning away from evil doing good and thereby attaining the rank of the vanity. So when a person has this meditation that I don't want to be severed from God for even for one second, but I rather, I want to be connected to God every second, so then even if the person has a desire to do the wrong thing, he could withstand that desire and instead flip the desire and do the right thing at every moment. And every person has the ability, the capability to co- control their, their actions with their mind. So no one could say to themselves, but I didn't have a good upbringing, but I, you know, I wasn't treated correctly. Every person has the ability to, to be disciplined and, and, and withstand temptations by having the, the proper focus and the proper meditation as we just explained. When Mashiach will come speedily, we won't have that challenge anymore. May it come speedily now. Amen. Yom Tov.